0: Welcome to the Startup Conviction Podcast, where I interview early-stage founders about their startup's value proposition and the strength of their conviction. I'm your host, Darian Parish, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, we have James, the founder of Similar. James, thank you so much for joining. Could you tell the audience what Similar is and why you decided to start the company? Sure.
1: Uh, thanks for having me on, Darian. So, Similar... Um, I think it's fairly economically rational to price check when shopping online. I think a lot of people do it. Um, retailers don't necessarily have much data on what proportion of their traffic is actually going to different websites to price check and, and that end up purchasing elsewhere um, but you know as a consumer, I think we know that we all tend to do this um, <clears throat> My experience had been, that it's never quite as simple as just checking Google shopping or, or just checking Amazon. Um, it, it became apparent to me that there wasn't a total aggregator for online shopping, right? It was still quite fragmented. You had different marketplaces. Um, you had sort of obviously search engines. Uh, it was never that easy. You ended up with quite a manual search and you ended up with, multiple open tabs uh, within which you would need to filter results uh, and then potentially look for deals or coupons on top of that. So um, there was an inefficiency there. Uh, So we thought that if we could legitimately aggregate every item on the consumer web uh, with real-time pricing data uh, and if we could automate the discovery, if we could skip the step of you having to go and search and filter through results, um, that, that would make product search 10 times more efficient than it is today. Um, so Similar is in its, in its core application is, is a Chrome extension. And unlike other Chrome extensions that might give you coupons or cashback uh, for the website that you are on at that time, uh, Similar actually automates the search for where else sells the item you're looking at, the real-time prices of that item on all of those other places, and also what deals all of the other websites have, as well as the website you're
0: Great. And I think, uh, you, you know, let's talk a little bit about um, the, like the landscape as it exists now. So uh, right now, uh, as you mentioned, there are some tools that will help you Uh, search the site you're on for coupons or deals. Um, Is there anyone else doing this type of aggregation? And um, if so, is it also like a a browser extension or is it through another application?
1: Um, So (sighs) there are obviously many uh, shopping aggregators. You have uh, fashion aggregators like List, L-Y-S-T, um, obviously Google shopping is the uh, the sort of best attempts that we've seen uh, from a broad-based perspective um, trying to sort of have multiple verticals not just focused on one as, as the likes of list do but in, in in the guise of a Chrome extension you know you're not having to, to wait for someone to go in and open an app and then engage with that uh, or, or run a search you're able to track the real-time context and intent of a user and intuitively filter relevant product information to those customers at those times. So, um, you know, if you were to go and install the Chrome extension now uh, at similarinc.com, you would actually be able to uh, not only have automated price comparison working on the right-hand side of your screen while you browse shopping websites, but for example, if you're also watching a, a YouTube review um, or you're on Goodreads reading a book review. In all of those instances, we're also able to automatically place uh, contextually relevant products and, and the associated information in front of you. And um, from from our research and to our knowledge, no one's really doing this. And I think it's a really hard problem to actually aggregate and filter all of those items at, at the right time.
0: Yeah, so just just to clarify that last statement, if if we're watching... Um, a YouTube product review, you're saying that you might suggest places to purchase that product um, from the video. That's exactly right.
1: Yeah. So it, it works now. Um, you can go and look at a pair of uh, Mocha Air Jordans and it will show you everywhere that sells that item, um, what the price is and also what deals they have available. If you then go on and look at a review for uh, some ki- a KitchenAid, Uh, planetary mixer or something like that again it's doing the hard work for you and it's just making things automatically shoppable and if you compare that to the likes of uh instagram or facebook shopping people are still having to manually tag items in those shoppable posts and you know we can automate that we can look for the sort of textual um, language or or visual cues in a piece of content and we can automate the uh, product recommendation.
0: Great. And, uh, just, just to get, um, into the tech a bit, not, not going too deep, but, uh, are you only taking cues from either the you know heading and description or even metadata? Um, or do you actually do any machine learning on the video itself?
1: Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> as a business, um, we, we've been around for, for two or three years. Um, we, uh, started in b2b and we're specialists in search and recommendation technology and there are three core uh, technologies that we use in our stack Uh, one of them is collaborative filtering which is using behavioral data to infer relationships between items online Uh, and we also use natural language processing to identify uh, items by common similar attributes and we also have computer vision uh, technology that allows us to score the visual similarity between items
0: Great, and uh, let's, now that you brought it up, uh, I guess we'll stick in the tech stack for a bit. Um, th- this sounds like you might be uh, storing something in, in a type of knowledge graph uh, to do some of this inferencing. Is that part of your stack, or do you have another way of understanding uh, you know, distance vectors? And uh, maybe you can tell us just briefly, uh, not too technically, but uh, in simple terms, how you're handling this on the back end. Yeah, look, I think
1: uh, vectors and, and, and distance calculations and whatnot are obviously all a part of how we um, try to infer relationships between items, um, whether that's item similarity or uh, item uh, so that are complementary to one another. Um, but you sort of touch on it with the graph statement, really. I mean, what's the ultimate goal? If, if you're trying to understand the relationship between items uh, or pages on the internet, um, it's limiting to just look at networks of links between pages, right? And it's limiting to, to just mine for metadata. Like if you can, collaborative filtering is, is this wonderful technology where uh, users get around limitations in metadata. As you can see user journeys uh, between items or between pages, you can start to, uh, through the wisdom of the crowd, learn what the most relevant next step is for a customer or learn what the most relevant alternative is to suggest to a customer. And, you know, we, we really sort of see the long-term out outcome, perhaps seeing some sort of universal recommendation system uh, encroach on the way that we rely on search today.
0: Yeah, I I think I agree there. And um, I mean, it's, it all comes down to user experience. I think uh, users, uh, if you want to get the dollars, the user experience, you know, best user experience is is often going to win as long as there's awareness or about the product. So let's let's talk about that awareness and how you're um, finding users. So I see you're featured on Product Hunt. Uh, that's a great top of the funnel item. Uh, what else do you do to make sure people are um, using similar and aware of it?
1: Sure, um, <clears throat> so one of my comments was um, that retailers don't necessarily have visibility uh, or any control over price checking customers. Uh, so we also allow um, a sort of B2B application of similar, where if you are on a participating retailer's website and you go to abandoned page, let's say, or some of them even have price check buttons uh, embedded on their website now, um, a a branded similar modal will guarantee price beat uh, in real time, uh, ensuring that you don't leave that website and tell you which retailers have been compared against. And that is actually driving uh, a lot of organic uh, interest into the Chrome extension as well.
0: So that's, that's quite interesting. Um, let, let's talk through how that actually uh, works. So if if I go on to... Uh, let's just use a retailer. Everyone will know, let's say Walmart and walmart.com or something, and they're a participating uh, retailer. It, if I go on there and, and they need to guarantee a price match, um, is that something where the price actually changes when I go on to look at that item, or is it built in ahead of time? So if I go to uh, you know, by, buy a new, uh, home item, home, good item, it, it does, let's say it's $10, uh, but it's, you know, cheaper elsewhere. It's $9 somewhere else. When I go to Walmart, um, is it going to change just for me, you know, down to $9 to price match? Is it, you know, is it something that already gets changed ahead of time? Cause you've, you know, found it cheaper elsewhere. Talk us through how that works.
1: Right now, uh, we're doing a, we're doing it with a dynamic couponing system, um, so we can decrement uh, coupons and say uh, ten dollar increments, um, and that just gets all to applied at checkout to get you uh, a price that isn't just the same as somewhere else, but is the best price in market at that time.
0: Got it. So their listed price can remain higher, but um, I will still achieve the same price uh, at checkout as a as a buyer. That's right. Got it. Okay, and let's take a step back and, and think a little bit more on you know why this was a problem worth solving. I mean, uh, definitely the retail market is very large in terms of uh, uh, dollars, but um, there's also you know a lot of these tools, a lot of um, you know retailers working on their own tools. Um, you know, pricing is is a really you know big studied uh, uh, measure from from the marketing departments. What, why did you have a good line of sight on what might be the right solution here? And uh, you know, what made you really passionate about this and wanting to uh, drive this startup forward?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I think the... Thinking about how consumers shop, we know that there's abandonment from retailers. And a major cause of that is going to be price comparison. And there really is no way for a retailer to see why somebody is leaving. And this sort of technology gives them the direct ability to be able to say, well, actually, we know what the prices are elsewhere. Therefore, what's going to be the uplift and how many we can retain? product discovery is obviously a problem as well. I mean, our background is in search and recommendation technologies, as I said. And to your point, you know, retailers tend to use SaaS vendors rather than doing it in-house. Many retailers can't necessarily uh, have the the technical talent internally that uh, some of the bigger retailers can. So they depend on software-as-a-service vendors like us
0: uh, to compete. So the way you see it is, is you're sort of arming this, uh, maybe the SMBs or smaller businesses um, to compete against the larger retailers.
1: Yeah. So we, um, I mean, one of the old taglines of the SaaS business was uh, Amazon technologies for the rest
0: of retail. Yeah, I, I think that's great. I mean, I'm always, always uh, supporting folks that are helping uh, SMBs and I think uh, we, we need healthy competition. Uh, let's talk about personally, you know, why you thought startup life was, was right for you. And uh, you know, how, if there are any challenges that sometimes uh, get you demoralized or in h- how you push past that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I started my career in M&A
1: and uh, became fairly disillusioned with that uh, probably back in 2011, 2012. Um, I had a startup uh, back then, which uh, unfortunately, didn't work out. Uh, I joined another company in, in 2014 um, in London and, and moved out to Sydney to open uh, their, their Asia-Pacific business. Um, I just love the pace at which a fast-growth startup can work and the culture that it creates internally. And yeah, there's seemingly... Uh, a, a, an infinite number of problems that you can go out and solve. Um, and I just felt very culturally aligned to, to, to running my own business. Uh, I wanted to, to start something up and to see it grow.
0: Great. And, uh, any, any final parting words that you want to share with the audience about, um, the use case for similar, uh, maybe also, you know, how, how do they find you? Um, who's, who's the right user and, uh, What's, what's next? Sure.
1: Um, well, you know, ultimately, if you want to genuinely get the best price and have visibility on the best price uh, when you shop online, uh, go to similarinc.com. That's similarinc.com. Uh, and you'll see a, a button to lead you to the Chrome store to install. Um, and if any retailers uh, want to get in touch to see how it can uh, benefit them as well, um, there's a lead form on the website for retailers.
0: Great. And uh, what, do you, what do you plan for the future? What's one of the maybe milestones that's coming up you're excited about? Uh, any, any roadmap details you're willing to share?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's always uh, tricky to sort of not talk too far into the future. Um, I think that we're increasingly going to have commerce uh, in context to things that we're doing around the webs- the internet um uh, so uh, you know while i think that e-commerce will continue to grow uh, significantly on e-commerce websites i think we're going to see even faster growth of e-commerce off of e-commerce websites and powering that contextually relevant product placement uh, in an automated way is really where i see future going you know when you are looking at youtube uh, reviews you know can there be embedded product recommendations uh, automatically placed there um when you're Uh, reading an article uh, or or a product review uh, on a a gaming website you know can we automate product placement there Um, and I think that what's really interesting with the deprecation of third-party cookies and the pressure that display advertising is coming under I can see us gradually replacing advertising with contextual commerce models around the internet.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. I think proximity is, is a huge, uh, benefactor, you know, for, for, um, just user experience. And, and I do think, uh, what you're calling contextual placement is, um, definitely in the the best interest of the user. So, uh, you know, and timing might be right. As you mentioned, uh, with, with the deprecation or coming deprecation of some of the third party cookies, uh, I think, I think you have some tailwinds. So, uh, wishing, wishing you the best going forward with Similar. I hope all the listeners will will check out Similar, and uh, really looking forward to an update. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thanks, Darren. Thanks for having me, and uh, great to meet you.